0: rdtdaily.com presents a Tarabuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: What's up? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. It's all of the above. Yes, we meet here whenever we can do a show, so... Usually, well, we do have a daily, we have a show uh, on Saturdays. That's our set time. And we're on Progressive Voices, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. And um, if you want to have a daily show at a set time, which is the goal eventually, hopefully we'll get there before I step off this mortal coil. But um, if you want to have a daily show at a set time, do what all the cool people do. And go over to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to become a patron, to support the real liberal media, keep the liberal media going and growing, and we will win. That's what's going to happen, okay? We will win. We have to win. And the only way we will win, guys, 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 is by... Supporting the liberal media. I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying that. I'm doing the show. We do the show. I was talking to Robin Kincaid earlier. In fact, I'm going to be on the Mike Malloy show. We it was pre-recorded, so tonight Mike Malloy. Well, you'll be able to hear it on the podcast, hopefully that you subscribe to uh, Malloy's podcast. But that's what we were talking about. If uh, just all of the the um, overwhelming. Obstacles that we have to, in this country to, that we have to overcome, and we're not gonna we're not gonna win if we don't have the the message. You see, the stupid's are running rampant. Um, one of these traitors who committed terrorism and stormed the Capitol on January sixth was sentenced, and she said that she. She learned her lesson. She apologized to the American people, and she learned her lesson because she watched Schindler's List. See, okay. Um, so I guess she didn't. She didn't realize. She knew nothing before. She she's just a, an automaton. Wind them up and let them go. The the morons and set them loose. That's why it's easy to. To, to i guess i don't know uh, it's easy to manipulate them because they're they're not that informed so, and they don't they're very confused about what it means to be a patriot that's one thing i want to talk about tonight because all over well, a couple of things i want to talk about right off the gate well let's just get just, just let me just get this out guys thank you for your super chats already the show's just started i just started the show and we have super chats coming in so that means a lot that means the world to me thank you jim for your super chat thank you richard w for your super chat richard writes another great show tara <laughs> you're funny <laughs> i need you i need you richard uh, mentally i need that kind of i need your encouragement. One of the things, actually, I remember one time when I was in the, because I was in the military, and we had to do a um, an exercise where we had to carry our own weight up a hill, and I had to carry a man because I'm six feet tall, so they paired you off with people who are around your same size, and um, I always remember when I had, I was carrying this guy. And you carry. I mean, there is a way to do it. They you carry. It's called the fireman carry, where you drape their leg and arm over your shoulder. So this is what they were teaching us. And as I was running up the hill, it wasn't it wasn't easy. The 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 guy was yelling in my ear. You can do it, Devlin. You can do it. You got this. Keep going. You're almost there. You're halfway there. You're there. You know. It was. The encouragement, the entire way. And I don't remember his name, but I, I think of that often. Isn't that the, really, when we think about life, isn't that what life is all about? It boils down to, we're in this together. I might have been doing the, the carrying at that moment, but the encouragement was would really help me not give up. And... I'm entirely grateful for for that for that experience, and hopefully we'll get to the point where patriotism. I mean, that isn't that what patriotism is? Where we're in this together. I, I'm I'm I'm. It's it's not humping a flag. I'm sorry. If it was only that easy, I, I, they. Like I'm saying, like we say all the time, republicans are, they lack the fundamental maturity to function in the type of free democratic society they can only pretend to love. That's why they pine for an authoritarian daddy to save them from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place. This—it's Everything that they are is counterproductive to patriotism, what it means to be a patriot. So um, there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. I'm not sure which which one to start with. Wait, hold on. I have to turn the fan on. Look, I got a cat slumber party happening over here. A couple of cats. Guys, you okay, guys? All right. Sorry. I just woke him up. Guys, guys, get up. Get up. No, no, no. it's okay. Sleep. Sleep. Whew, it's hot. I'm in New York. It's not as hot. I mean, it's 90 degrees here. It's very hot. But it's not as hot in, as it is in some areas. And it's just hot. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Republicans. <laughs> Thanks, conservatives. Oh my God! There's so many warning signs staring us right in the face. Of course, uh, and uh, one of the things we I was talking about with Robin on when we pre-recorded Mike Malloy show today, that we were talking about the, the building that fell in Florida, and that fell, that I it's it's horrific, it's um, infuriating. But they—the minute I saw that story, I—I I knew immediately it was greed that took that building down. Someone cut corners. They didn't do their job. That—I mean—it is the failure of that. That's—and as Robin said, uh, I think she—the uh, way she put it was perfect. That was—that's um, capitalism lying on the ground. Absolutely. Cut corners, push it down the road. Uh, not really care about about the people that live there. Money, m- and, and more will be revealed, of course, but buildings in a functioning c- civilization don't fall. They don't just fall because we have standards. That's um, one of the things that, That's a. uh, That's why we pay taxes, because taxes are the admission price into a civilization, and those taxes go to set up the the rules for civilization. So when you build a building, you can't just use uh, old uh, shoes or uh, throw a bunch of whatever, uh, recycled cardboard boxes instead of concrete. I don't know. Um, There's standards that you have to abide by. That's why you certain, um, and, and it doesn't happen like that in other countries. You go to some other countries and everything's haphazard and looking like you know, a mess. And it's dangerous as hell because there's no regulation. That's your Republican dreamland. Libertarianism. I got my, oh, well, what, what's libertarianism? Well, if as enough buildings fall down, the people will get together and say, well, we don't like that. We, wanna, we don't want to live in a building that falls down while we're sleeping. So let's um, free market this somehow. And, uh, well, it's a little late for the 111 uh, people. Well, now, more. I'm not sure how many are... are, I think there's 111 missing and um, 11 confirmed. But it's 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 just horrific. I can't even imagine. That's the thing about living in the United States of serfs and lords. You can just live your life and go to bed one night and uh, that's that. Capitalism comes crashing down around you. Libertarianism, free. Well, I've well neoliberalism too. Oh God! All right, let's see. Um, well, one other thing. Let me start off. I'll start off with the James Clyburn thing that's really bothering me. It's all bothering me. and Then we'll get to Megan McCain and uh, Dan Crenshaw. Okay, that sounds like a plan. First of all, all right, Errol. Thank you, Errol. Mm-hmm super chats are coming in the best theme song for the republic clown party happens to be if i only had a brain circa 1939 <laughs> i like that that you put the date in there too yes that version well has there been a remake of it all right so um james Kleiber. all right here comes the music sorry guys hold on hold on why do i say sorry i'm a woman that's why we say sorry like So okay, earlier in the day, James Clyburn gets on my nerves. All of these corporate Dems get on my nerves. All right, they they get on. I got one nerve left, and they're 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 tweaking it constantly. Um, it annoyed the hell out of me. Um, James Clyburn's the whole story about how Clyburn came in and and he uh, blessed. Joe Biden, and that's why we have a a Joe Biden president. That's fine. You see, if Joe Joe Biden is turning out to be somewhat less of a disappointment in ways, in some ways, than um, I had expected, so I guess that's good. But excuse me. Um, He's here's so today. um, So Nina Turner is running. For Congress, and she's in a she is in a wide lead, and in Ohio, thankfully, I'm uh, I'm supporting Nina Turner. Of course, Nina Turner was a is a Bernie's campaign. What, what did she do for Bernie's campaign? I can't remember the exact um, role. Wait a minute, Hold on. Let's see, Nina Turner. Yeah. Here's from the Hill. Clyburn endorses rival to Nina Turner in Ohio special election. House ma- major excuse me. Yes. House majority whip James Clyburn threw his support behind Chantel Brown in the race to replace Housing and Urban Development Secretary Marsha Fudge in Ohio's 11th district, deepening the division between progressives and moderates in the race. What is a moderate, by the way? Moderate, it's not a good thing. Let's just, just remember MLK's warning about the moderate. They're not moderate. They're corporate-owned. That's what moderate is. We're trying to get money out of politics. Another thing, actually, the, the, I was on a um, uh, D.C. report with Brad Bannon and Mark Grimaldi, On Monday, it's Leslie Marshall's show, and um, Brad Bannon fills in, and it's called DC Report. And uh, we were discussing basically the patriotism in general. And um, and it's also, because this is really what I'm trying to do, take back patriotism, take back what it means what, what what the grand experiment in liberal democracy is what we're trying to do how we and uh, and how we achieve a functioning democracy and we can only achieve a functioning democracy by getting money out of politics so this is why the show this show and others like it are so important because this is the only way we're going to get the word out and push these corporate dems out. Push them out of the way. Go away. You've done enough damage. Okay? Nobody cares about you. And your bipartisan, your your pathological bipartisanship is killing us. Seriously. We need to have a functioning democracy. We need to leave no nobody behind. Stop pining for bipartisans. Bipartisanship, like goddamn battered spouses pining for an abuser, that's what they do. The Republicans are 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 traitors. They're outright effing traitors, who are don't they? They they are still spreading the big lie. And God help us if they're successful in reclaiming any part of the government in the next two years. Forget about it. We're, We're done. And We don't need James Clyburn, frankly. Shut up, James Clyburn. You're old. I mean, I'm not. I'm old too. But so is Bernie. You don't have that. Doesn't just because you're old doesn't mean you have to be so such a corporate lickspittle, such an establishment shill. And that's what they are because it's the nature of humanity. They want you see human beings. You just want... I mean, James Clyburn wants to have his cushy job. He wants to feel important. It's like Joe Manchin. He wants everybody checking in on the king king of Earth now. Well, the king of the United States, which could be the king of Earth. So, same thing with James Clyburn. He he loves to be the kingmaker, and he's... He, 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 okay, let me just, let me just, I'll get into it. Hold on. Let me just give the background. I'm reading from The Hill. Breathe, Devlin, breathe. You can do it, Devlin. Julia Manchester wrote this article for The Hill. So the article goes... The 13-candidate primary has divided national progressives and centrists against each other. Frontrunner Nina Turner, who previously served as the co-chair, that's what she was, of Senator Bernie Sanders' 2020 presidential bid, has the backing of the progressive wing of the party. Yeah, what does that mean? She's not a corporate lackey. She's not taking any corporate goddamn money. She's not bought and paid for by the same vested interests that have the American... Worker, um, in, in the state it is, in the, the American working class, on the ropes, um, unable to save $400, living paycheck to paycheck. Anybody who's a real Democrat understands that we can't have a functioning democracy when the majority of, of, of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. That means it's not working. It's not goddamn working. Well, see, the American people are working. We're working like goddamn borrowed mules, that's for sure. Being beaten like goddamn borrowed mules, no offense to borrowed mules. I mean, I love all animals, but come on. It's the, the way the American people have been conditioned to um, accept their, their abuse, the, it's become normalized. Like in any abusive relationship, if you're in it long enough, you think that it's normal and you don't imagine any other way. So it's I'm here to tell you it's not normal to to live to where the working class can't save 400 freaking dollars. It's not normal to have a majority, 80% of your population living check to check. I mean, it may be normal in, the, uh, in Western civilization, it certainly is, but not in a functioning democracy. We must make our choice, right? The famous quote, Justice Louis Brandeis, we can have concentrated wealth in the hands of a few, or we can have democracy, but we can't have both. So uh, the these corporate dems these lickspittles of the uh, the establishment of the, the same corporate oligarchs that are that buy both sides of the aisle of course they do they don't care it's like Toyota who that is now funding yet again the the traders the insurrectionist traders who helped foment the uh, the near destruction of democracy on one day i mean they're still at it so but toyota is funding these these traders again because they, what do they care toyota doesn't care just like g just like uh, Hugo boss didn't care when it got the the bid to design nazi uniforms right Hugo Boss designed those snappy Nazi uniforms that everybody raves about. Right? So, and uh, who else? All of the corporations involved with Nazi Germany. Let me see. American corporations, Nazi Germany. I'm sure there's a list. It's escaping me. Oh, Ford. Okay. GM. Look at this. List of companies involved in the Holocaust. Associated Press. Oh, look at that! See the AP? Um, were, were they were involved by participating in censorship? <laughs> Audi, Barclays Bank. Bear aspirin, of course. Forced labor and and medical experiments in concentration camps. Production of chemicals and pharmaceutical supplies to Nazi Germany. B&W. <clears throat> Chase National Bank. Well, there. I mean, all these banksters are. It's not. It's not nothing. <clears throat> what's? It's nothing new. They're they're uh, disgusting. Coca Cola sold the the drink from the brand oh no, to Nazi Germany um of course Evenak Evenak Evenik used to be called Degussa AG um supplied Zyklon B Deutsche Bank of course that was a German bank provided construction loans General Motors, automotive, um, the automotive industry provided passenger vehicles for the SS, the Wehrmacht, and the uh, Nazi Party itself. Hmm, look at that! IBM produced early computers utilized in the um, in the Holocaust. Well, you know how the Nazis like to keep records. <coughs> Excuse me. So. There you go. I mean, there's a long, long, long list. I was just reading off a few that caught my eye of the American company. So there you go. I mean, of course, what does Toyota care about a functioning democracy? They want to have, you know, they want influence. They want money. That's all it's about. Money. Forget uh, E. Pluribus Unum, out of many one. Forget. Pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other? I mean, I understand Toyota's a, f- a foreign company, but oh, who do you think buys uh, Toyotas here in the United States? They're buying Prius. Who's buying the Prius? It ain't the, it's a, it ain't the right wingers. So, okay. Well, um, the point is, co- fascism and corporate welfare go hand in hand. And there's already, uh, the, I'm hearing about the debt. Just this morning, I saw Joe Manchin on uh, MSNBC, and he was going on about, oh, uh, about the infrastructure package. Uh, of course, this infrastructure, so-called bipartisan deal, doesn't have anything uh, addressing climate change. Not that we don't need that. Not that it's not uh, the, the flames licking the back of our necks. But I guess we have to wait till more people die. More, more, uh, that the world is uninhabitable in places. Talk about a refugee crisis. Oh, can't wait for that. I'll probably be be dead by then. But future generations, our, our millennial correspondent, Mark, he might be dealing with that, how the certain areas of the globe are going to be uninhabitable and th- that'll cause a refugee crisis that'll make the conservatives drool because they love fomenting those racist ass morons fomenting racism and and uh, div- the divide and conquer strategy i mean it, it'll work in their favor trust me it, it always does this is what they do but um yeah what was i saying oh yeah so james clyburn how did I get on the Nazis again? It's always about the Nazis. Oh, it's about corporate, being bought by corporate interests. That's how it how came up. <sighs> There's nothing noble about being a, a, a corporate shill. All of, you see, I wonder what would happen if all of the po- politicians in general stood together. Not. I mean, of course, the, not the Republicans, not, not them, but stood Unified in um getting money out of politics. I wonder what would happen. See, obviously James Clyburn doesn't want to change. He's he's got his cushy job, his cushy life. He likes being the center of attention. And he's doesn't realize that times have changed. They've done enough damage. They don't want to own that. I guess that's another part of human nature. They don't want to own the part they played, making this country the least upwardly mobile. Jesus Christ. How old is James Clyburn? When he got in office, the The United States was the most upwardly mobile, with the slightest income gap between rich and poor. Now we're the most, with the, with the widest income gap. If you're born poor in America, you're more apt to stay poor than in all the other Western democracies. That's a failure. That's the failure of the corporate-owned lickspittles because the thing that really bothers me about the corporate Democrats is that their, their whole um, their kinder, gentler fascism is what got us here because that's what they're talking about, health care for some living wages for some education for some they 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 um they they cultivate the same message as the republicans leaving people behind not leaving everybody behind the, the republicans are all about the rich that's for sure they, but the democrats and their faux populist message the the corporate Faux populism of uh, only of, of leaving some people behind is is abominable, and it shouldn't be. It should not be. Um, it should be called out. Frankly, what are what are they afraid of? Okay, let's let me just continue reading this. So, um, let's see. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Nina Turner, who previously served as the co-chair of Senator Bernie Sanders' presidential bid has the backing of the progressive wing of the party, while Brown, a Cuyahoga County representative, has the support of the Democratic establishment figures like Hillary Clinton. And I, and when she came out in support, that's when I, I signed up and started giving Nina um, some uh, financial support. So Clyburn told the New York times that his decision to endorse Brown did not have anything to do with Sanders or Turner, but warned, here's what gets me. Okay. But warned of the effect that progressive slogans like defund the police and Medicare for all really could have on the party as a whole. Okay, I understand the defund the police thing. I, I, you guys know how I feel about that. The, the slogan, defund the police. I think it's a stupid slogan. It doesn't. It, it's sort of like, in a way, I, w- I, I wish they had consulted me before they went on with this defund the police. I think that somebody said it and it just caught on without people really thinking about it. We shouldn't say defund the police. We should say fund community policing. Okay, that's how it should be framed because that's really what we're talking about. I mean, and Democrats are annoying because we're not stupid. So we we understand that when when we're talking to each other, when we're talk, we we get it that when we're talking about defund the police, we understand that we're not talking about like de- abolishing the police force. We're talking about fixing the police. That it's, you're, we have community policing. That the police aren't, uh, they don't occupy neighborhoods like they're um, occupying Fallujah. That you, they're not militarized. That they actually are protect and serve. So that's what we're talking about. So you never say defund because people get a visceral reaction to that. They think, oh, they're going to take something away. De- we, so it's m- so much more um, effective if you say fund community policing because uh, uh, th- you defund the the bad parts that way. So and st- so De- James Clyburn, uh, he's not stupid. He understands this. He could use his platform to explain to maybe rectify the confusion for a few of the morons, but instead he uses it to spread the Republican talking point. Okay? The, 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 the second thing he says um, warned of the effect of progressive slogans like defund the police and Medicare for all? What, are you, what is he talking about? That's a negative thing. Why is Medicare for all negative? In fact, over 70% of the American people want Medicare for all. You're talking about a poll that, that, was, that uh, was conducted in 2018. How much more has the, 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 the knowledge of Medicare for all, the, the understanding that health care is a right, how much more is it spread since the that study was done? S- over 70%. So there's nothing, there's not a losing message in Medicare for all unless you're a corporate lickspittle. And they are corporate lips, lickspittles, which is the problem. Get money out of politics, you son of a bitch. You know... Oh, You got health care, Medicare for all. What the hell? People want Medicare for all because we're tired. We're tired of being ridden to the bank, like uh, being sucked on by these parasites, having our sicknesses sucked on. We can't even be sick in peace in the United States of serfs and lords. I'm sick of it. Medicare for all, it could, uh, the, the, nay, this is what he says, the negative effect of Medicare for all on the party as a whole, get the fuck out, guess what, guess who has Medicare for all, James Clyburn, for the rest of his life, he don't have to worry, so this is what drives me insane about Democrats, these corporate Democrats, healthcare for some, how dare you? We're talking about patriotism? That's not patriotic. And also, James Clyburn, the reason we don't have Medicare for all. The reason healthcare is a privilege, not a right in this country is because of racism. Because of our racist ass history. So why are you why are you spreading it? Why are you defending the racist history of the United States? Why aren't you rectifying the wrongs? And in fact, you want to bring people together? You don't bring people together by tickling Republican traitor, you know, these these traitor bastards, by getting them to come on side, which you will never do. All they're doing is wasting time. That's what they're doing. They're, they're, the Republicans are wasting time because they are biding their time because they think they're going to win in 2022. So they're wasting time while these freaks, these licks, these corporate sons of bitches—no offense to a, to bitches, because I'm a bitch—but they, they, are they're, they're while these sons of bitches are uh, talking about bipartisanship. So, give me a break here. The the, the, the Republicans are pre- they everything's in bad faith. They are pretending to whatever. That now they're outraged that that joe biden says i don't even get that honestly that that they they want to pass this infrastructure bill that's only bridges and roads because republicans are stuck in the fucking past i don't know why i'm so uh, i'm so off the top angry tonight i need to breathe but um what that? they can't? What are you talking about? My God, it's twenty What, isn't it? Right, twenty twenty one, not twenty twenty. You see what I'm saying? I, I they see what they've done. It's twenty. It's the freaking twenty first century, and they're talking about roads and bridges. We're we're forty years too late. They. Um, we needed the infrastructure on roads and bridges decades ago, you know? But once again, capitalism got in the way, selfishness, greed, that's it. And um, they can only think about um, passing roads and bridges. And then Joe Biden said, we'll pass the other stuff for reconciliation. And then the Republicans pretended to poop their diapies. Who cares? And then Joe Biden had to come out and say, um, I, I, I didn't mean it. I'm not going to veto. Who cares? The, it's a childish game that they're playing. Go away. This is why nobody cares about bipartisanship. We care about having a functioning democracy. The only one who cares about bipartisanship are the friggin' corporate Democrats. Who got us into this position where we have a f- almost we're a near fascist takeover of the country? Thank you, thank you, Democrats. That's what they did. Because if we had a if they had never come for the New Deal and never turned the working class into the much more malleable working poor, we would not have this autocrat, this wannabe dictator. That's what not... Because when he came down the escalator and people heard the the bullshit, the racist bullshit coming out of his mouth, it wouldn't have stuck. Oh, yeah, it always stucks, sticks with a few dummies. But it would not have had such a... Um, you know, wouldn't have grabbed as many morons as it did. You can only... Uh, you could only uh, a fascist takeover can only happen when the working class isn't working, or when the government isn't working for the working class. I should say, that's the only time. That's that's like in Nazi Germany, same thing. the The Nazis they became um, they they got very despondent when uh, during well after the the first Republican Great Depression and they their their um the party was on the rise with during the Great Depression. But then the there was a there was a turnaround. No, wait, wait, how was it? It was early in the twenties. The there was an infusion of cash. That's what happened. The United States poured a lot of money into Germany. This was before the Republican before the um the stock market crash. That's what happened. And the the register of the Nazi Party went down because you know people were working; they had shit to do. They didn't have time to sit around uh, railing about the Jews. It only hap- it only takes hold when you have the economic disparity, and that's and that's exactly what happened. So when when there was when the market crashed, when everything crashed, the Nazis actually they they were happy about it. So because they knew that the the worm had turned and they understand you, you if this let's bring it into modern time. we would not have a Twittler without um, a government that or in a country where um, you can't save four hundred dollars, okay? It would not have happened. If you could save four hundred dollars, if you could go I mean, don't get me wrong there's always, racists, morons, dupes, idiots, but they are the minority. They are They are always the minority. Remember that. But it would not have taken hold. If in a country where, let's say, you know, uh, prosperity, the great prosperity, let's say we had a great prosperity for all, not just white people, it, it, there'd be no way. That the the, 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 uh, the rise of the autocrat is possible in that environment. All right, let me see. Okay, so Clyburn told the New York Times that his decision to endorse Brown did not have anything to do with Sanders. That's what I said. It had, had to do with defund the police and Medicare for all. And he says, what I try to do is demonstrate by precept an example how we are going to proceed as a party, or uh, Clyburn told the publication... When I spoke out against sloganeering, this is what he says. Oh, please. This is, He's as bad as a Republican. When I spoke out against sloganeering like burn, baby, burn in the 60s. What? We're in the, f- where, um, it's a long time from then. Burn, baby, who said burn, baby, burn? You see, yet again, I guess he's talking about burning the flag. Who said burn, baby, burn? It's another one of these these corporate scums sp- spreading the Republican BS. Burn, baby, burn in the 1960s and defund the police. So he's conflating two things now that are spurious at best. It's like the whole story about how when um, f- soldiers came back from Vietnam, how they were spit on. That's not true. That is a, an apocryphal bullshit story. Nobody spit on them. Maybe they encouraged them not to join, to go, not burn your draft card. Blah. Nobody spit on um, soldiers and called them baby killers. That's a right wing. That's a that's a right wing bullshit story. That's supposed. That's what the right. See the right wings. All all that they ever have are bullshit stories. So. But then it becomes uh, the truth. I've heard people say that. Oh, well, when they came back and they were spit on and called baby killer. Nobody did that. That did not happen. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, And defund the police, which I think is cutting the throats of the party. Well, thanks to you it is. Instead of being a leader and maybe... Saying, uh, seeing where, where we're going, where we need to go as a, a civilization and as a, as a community and a party. Instead of using your leadership position to educate and inform and to, to, to spread the truth, you spread the Republican talking points. That's what he's doing cutting the throats of the... Po- I know uh, exactly where my constituents are, and they're against that, and I'm against that. Well, why don't you not confuse them with your BS? Shortly after Clyburn's endorsement of Brown, Tur- uh, Nina Turner tweeted, Ohio voters know the politics of yesterday are incapable of delivering the change we desperately need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go away, James Clyburn. I mean, really, haven't you done enough damage, Clyburn, in your life? Turner is leading the race with 50% support, according to a research poll released early in the month. Brown trailed at 15%. The primary is slated to take place on August 3rd, and whoever wins the contest will likely take the seat in November's election. And I can't wait for Nina Turner to be sworn in we need a we need 100 more of her are you kidding me medicare for all he's a he's worried that medicare for all is going to poison the party oh yeah that's what drives me insane about the 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 corporate dems that's what they're telling you. When they say Medicare for all, oh, they, now they have to say, here's how they have to couch it now. They, um, they say, we all agree that everyone, that healthcare is a right, that everyone should get healthcare, but we don't all agree that everybody should get what, Medicare for all? So they want more for profit insurance racketeers in your, in your doctor's office telling you uh, cutting cutting you off from healthcare because that's how the insurance racket makes money by denying care they're abhorrent it is an abhorrent disgusting industry it shouldn't exist and Clyburn wants to suck it suck on it like a tick so, thereby, he's sucking on your miseries and my miseries and everybody's tumors and sicknesses and cancer. Everybody who gets a letter in the mail saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't a true emergency." You f- are you fucking kidding me? This is what they're doing now. They're uh, United Healthcare. You see, when they gave um, Bill McGuire the one, po- what was that, two point one trillion billion? Excuse me. That was so one day. It'll be trillion. 2, wait, 2.1. I have to get this straight. It was either 1.2, a billion bonus. I think it was 2 billion. Bill McGuire bonus. Let's see. Bill McGuire. Yeah. How much was it? The golden parachute of... Let's see. During his 15-year tenure, CEO and chairman of United Health Group, Bill McGuire, uh, stupid ad popped up, uh, turned the regional health insurance in, in insurer into the second-largest managed care. But you know what that means? That means f off and die. Managed care. Uh, he, who, you're managing my care. Do I know you? Have we met? No. Oh, it was a 1.6 billion dollar bonus. How's you, how's a man supposed to live on that? That's like Nero when he built when the Great Roman Fire um, wiped out well uh, the the Forum in Rome, and uh, Nero built his the uh, Domus Arius, the Golden House, that they've they discovered. Uh, it's still being excavated, but he said it was as I don't know how large it was. But he said now I can finally live like a human being, sort of like Bill McGuire, while everybody else eats, uh, takes aspirin, and um, prays. Oh, I can't take it. I cannot take. And then we have these these Democrats. Uh, I don't want to. I can't stand these corporate Democrats. And I don't want to hear any of them go on about how everybody loves their private health insurance. If I hear this one more time, um, my head will blow up. Nobody loves private health. This is why we need the liberal media guys, because that's what they're saying and doing on corporate media. Let me play something today. And then this is actually a good segue into... The next topic, which will be... we are talk about Megan McCain and the, flag, and the flag fetish. Because James Clyburn was on MSNBC earlier, and I, I grabbed this. Because it was just another... I don't even know what the hell he was saying. So maybe we can all unpack it. Let's see. Where did I deal with it? Oh, and in the meantime, let me say... Thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds damn, what's it like to live in a country where you don't have to go bankrupt when you're sick, right? You don't have to go on GoFundMe. Okay, and then we'll see, we'll talk about Megan McCain, we'll talk about the, um, what's his name, um, Dan Crenshaw, here it is, I found it.
2: Congressman Jim Clyburn, he, of course, is the House Majority Whip. uh, Congressman, it's great to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for your time. We have a lot uh, of uh, ground to cover here. I do want to start with your response to uh, your Republican colleagues, perhaps, who are criticizing this committee, this January 6th committee, as a partisan exercise. Whatever. Would you support the appointment of Liz Cheney or an Adam Kinzinger to the committee using one of the speaker's unilateral
1: picks? Who cares?
0: Uh, Thank you very much uh, for having Uh, me. Yes, I would. Uh, okay
1: the proper response is who cares what they think okay they're illegitimate it's an illegitimate death cult they're an illegitimate less vote getting less people representing minority death cult that uh inspired an insurrection and is continuing to do so so okay Let's put some of the normal ones, quote, unquote, I say that I'm only talking about in normal in regard to January 6th, because by no means is Liz Cheney normal. She's an evil scum. She's a demon like all of them. She's just not a demon on this issue. So, yeah, put her on the put her on the committee. So we can all say bipartisan cuz every time uh, what we say bipartisan somebody uh, an angel gets his wings or something is that it Anybody vote for these democrats because you want them to work bipartisan with these pricks Raise your hand Anybody I I've never met anybody that put that that went to uh to, to the election that went to the polls to put a, a Democrat in there so that Democrat can um give the Republicans everything they want here I'm just gonna forward this a little because this is what he goes on he's like We're negotiating. Not everybody gets uh, what they want. I don't get everything I want. They don't get everything they want. Oh, that's how you know it's working. This is um, another infantile saying. You know it's working when um, everybody's pissed off. Bullshit. That's not working. If everybody's pissed off, it's not working. Do stuff that works. See Republicans, and when it comes to this infrastructure, the American people know we need this. We don't want to be uh, plunging to our deaths um, uh, off a bridge. We we happen to be the one driving over it, or whatever. Uh, all over the country, we need a revitalized infrastructure. Where it's an embarrassment. The Chinese are flying around on bullet trains. But the republicans and the conservatives in both parties who are funded by the very people that don't want us to progress in any way. They want to hold on to the past. So what? The, the, the republicans, they want to fill in a couple of potholes. How big of them? But who's going to pay for it? We can't, Well, it can't be the billionaires. They're too busy going to fucking space. Part of my French... Please, uh, YouTube. I just have to calm down a little. Come on.
0: With Senator Tim Scott, I've talked to sheriffs.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. here he goes. Here he goes. Wait.
2: For compromise, if there is one.
1: All this compromise talk.
0: Well, I think there is uh, a chance that we will get this done. Uh, I have been talking uh, with Congresswoman Bass, I have talked. Uh, with Aren't Senator Jim Scott. I've talked to sheriffs, oh and boy. I know uh, that there is a strong uh, sentiment uh, in the Senate and in the House and among sheriffs to do something about this, to find common ground, uh, oh, to deliver, as I like to say, a half loaf uh, rather than no loaf for the whole loaf. Oh, well,
1: thank uh, you, uh, my lord. How about some crumbs? Maybe a trickle. Uh, it's better to just deliver a half loaf than no loaf, really when we're out here starving. Just a trickle, a little trickle. Not a it's not a glass. it's not a full glass. It's not a deluge or whatever. it's not it's not a wave. It's a trickle. So that's how you know half loaf I'd rather deliver a half loaf by what uh, getting together with these traders see we, we could have a good package we could have a good stuff happen so we can have a functioning society that's working for all but we have to be bipartisan with the traders and um, okay here's a couple of crumbs why are you crowing about this that's not success. You should be saying that's this is an abomination. The only thing we can get done is, because of these traitors, is we, a, a couple of crumbs here and there when we need the whole loaf. We don't need half a loaf or a slice or a crumb. We need a, a damn loaf. And this is James Clyburn so, know, just settling back into the failure of it all. Oh, well, because he's fine. That's what happens when you're in the ivory tower. He doesn't have to worry about health care or infrastructure in his gated community. He doesn't have to worry about retirement or if he gets sick, what's going to happen. He won't have to go on GoFundMe. You will never see him on GoFundMe. I mean, he should be out there on the vanguard of Medicare for All. You want to unify this country? You unify the country. That's why I, I cannot stand these Democrats, these fake-ass corporate Dems. They're the ones dividing the country along with the Republicans. Health care for some, living wages for some. That's dividing the country. And then they go on saying that, that, oh, people negotiated for these plans, and they need these plans, and, they, you know. So, oh, so it's okay to say, um, F you, the millions of Americans who have nothing. That's not patriotic. That's disgusting. Really. That's not patriotism to say, I got mine, Jack. Is that what the founders said when they pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other? They said, I got mine, suckers. Oh, well. That's what the, the, the Democrats, the corporate Dems, this is what they're doing. They're trying to normalize indifference and selfishness, just like the Republicans are doing. And Nina Turner And the progressives, the the ones who get it, who understand, who look at this income disparity and upward immobility and understand that we got work to do, they they know why we are um, upwardly immobile. It's not because the American people aren't working their asses off. It's because of corruption and policy, government policy that made this, that put this on us. That changed the tax code, that changed the, the policies to make being a wealthy prick uh, more profitable than just without having to pay taxes, pay no taxes. What the hell kind of crap is that? I paid more taxes, you pay more taxes than Amazon, than Jeff Bezos. I mean, this is disgusting. And he's going to go on about um, this Medicare for all. I hate that Medicare for all. Why? You want to unify the country. This is why I can't stand these Democrats and we have to push them. This is why we, this has to get into the public consciousness. You want to unify the country? Unify the country. You unify it by having policies like Medicare for all. That's why FDR made socialist Security belonged to everyone, because he knew. He said, no damn politician will scrap my program. No damn politician. It has to belong to everyone. Then they can't touch it. And it's, it's the most popular program in America. Nobody. It's never missed a check. It keeps millions out of poverty. It should be expanded, and we certainly have enough money. This is the wealthiest country on earth, but uh, not in the ways that actually make you wealthy. It's the it's the crappy, tackiest wealthiest country. The most selfish country, that's for sure. The greediest, the stupidest, the short sightedest the most myopic the most infantile certainly not the, the most um, prepared the most the most ridiculous i mean all of the stories we tell ourselves not us but they we're the greatest country we're the gra- well prove it what kind of great country le- leaves millions out Leaves, I mean, just the fact that 35,000 Americans die needlessly, needlessly. that means they could have lived if they went to a doctor, and they didn't because they couldn't afford it. So they needlessly die. And that's okay. 35,000 die every year. if that happened, that was the, if that was GM, if that was the auto industry or any other industry. That, that, that sucks, even though they suck in other ways. There would be commissions. There would be investigations. There would be criminal charges. But 35,000 can needlessly die every year. And we just go on, hey, um, and hump a flag. Just hump the flag and don't worry about it. Hump the flag and spread bullshit. And worry about you. I got mine. I got mine. Right, James Clyburn. You got yours. What do you care? Hey, and you're not you're not giving up sucking on that corporate teat. That's gotten you uh, a nice house. Look at you on TV. What do you care about the dumb dumbs? Who 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 can't save four hundred dollars? Yeah, that's democracy, right? Somehow we got um, confused along the way where democracy went from uh, e pluribus unum to uh, I got mine, sucks to be you. And if... Uh, uh, this is the other thing that needs to be out on the ticker every every day on these corporate meetings. I mean, if this were a functioning democracy, this would be on the corporate... Scroll that the American people, 80% of the American people, are living check to check. They they would be confronting these politicians. What are you talking about? We had 35,000 Americans needlessly die every year. Others declare the uniquely American medical bankruptcy. That's disgusting. And, uh, the, uh, what is it over 50 percent can't sh- can't save four hundred dollars um, one third cannot retire so what the hell that's not success what are you talking about this is we're the greatest where, where are you getting that from with the great we're the greediest. <sighs> all right let's keep going
0: make movement here because we need to say to these communities. Uh, that law enforcement uh, is there okay. to enforce the law, wow. not to be punitive. And that's what a lot of communities How feel.
1: Profound.
0: And I think finding a real good compromise on this legislation uh, oh. will speak very loudly. Yeah. To the we
1: can keep compromising and compromising and compromising and comp- like the 3 compromise, the compromise, c- compromise of 1872. Just keep compromising, compromising, compromising until we compromise ourselves into fascism. Let's keep keep it going. You're almost there. Keep compromising, cause they keep they they don't compromise an inch. They take it. They take it all and they call it a mandate. They, they slide into, the well, slither into office despite receiving fewer votes, and they declare it a mandate. Well, these these, these corporate Dems are compromising. They're compromising. We got to go, well, show me, anybody show me any clips of Republicans on their corporate media mouthpiece propaganda outlets going on about how much they're compromising. What are you compromising with snakes? You're compromising with traitors, with fascists, with people who have no interest in democracy. That's a success in your estimation? That's why we need Nina Turner. Get out. Get out, James Clyburn. We need Nina Turner. We need we need a hundred more of our two hundred. God,
0: that communities and law enforcement uh, can uh, get on the same page uh, and can find whatever. common ground. Whatever, whatever. We ought to Oops. do that. It's not going to be all that I want, and will not, oh, and thanks. it should not be all Isn't that, uh, that they want. not inspiring? But it should be uh, something that we can all agree upon, so uh, and inspiring. so that we can keep moving. Uh, this country forward i know that it should
1: be something what keep moving it forward
2: house is set today sir to vote on a bill to remove confederate okay, statues here we from go. public here display in the Capitol. that no was a bill that here. was actually passed uh in a previous congress but as you're probably well aware and it's just
1: a background the democrats in the house voted tonight to remove the statues of course all of the filthy fascist prick traitor republicans voted to keep the statues of um, not just racists, but traitors. I mean, they're all racists, but um, the Republican Party voted to keep a bunch of statues of people who took up arms against the United States. It's like, why don't don't you put a statue of that, uh, that dumb asshole in the horns? Why don't you put him up there? Right? I mean, same thing. Put a statue of that, of, uh, uh, of that asshole with his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Same thing. Except worse. Yeah, well, this is what happens with the Republicans. Being a conservative means never saying you're sorry. You can be a traitor, and they, the and the other traitors will put up a statue to you, and then the other Dems will be like, um, "Okay, well, let, let's find common ground with the traitors who just voted to keep statues of traitors in our halls of government, because that's what they're all about. They're all they are about treason. We we need to finish the job of the American Revolution, frankly." We need to finish the job of reconstruction while these um, traitors are finishing the job of the of the insurrection of the civil war. It's never stopped for them. These people are—they don't like America. Okay. They—they they beat cops with flagpoles, I, I, but it's gone—it's gone on forever and ever. The. Remember the Bundy ranch? Whatever, those Bundy um, traders who were uh, stealing. Stealing, didn't want to pay their fair share. You know, just everything is theirs. The world is their oyster. Every, we all have to pay taxes, but they don't want to pay. Oh, it's all theirs. Why don't they get the F out? They really need to get out and go to Liberland or something. Then they can do whatever the hell they want. Go, d- but dig your wells. Don't drink my socialist water. Don't eat my socialist inspected food. Don't call my socialist anything. Of course, I, they would never go to the socialist library because they don't know how to read. Except anything. Well, except uh, whatever's on Infowars, I imagine. But who taught them to read? It Wasn't was it uh, was a libertarian school? No, it was the socialist school, the government school, right? Of course, these people, they want all the benefits of civilization, but they want none of the responsibilities we have to each other. The corporate Dems, same thing. They want all the benefits of civilization, but they want—they don't want the responsibilities to everybody, you know? They want us to be comfortable with leaving some people behind, some should have health care. Some that's it. Not e plorbazunum forget pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other, whatever. Only some. Then you're supposed to be happy with that. Alright, so that's what happened. They they voted the Democrats voted to remove the traitor statues, and this is what they're talking about
2: in the Republican-controlled Senate at the time. Why is this bill so important, especially after what happened on January the 6th? And do you think it has a better shot this time around in the Senate?
0: Well, I would hope so. Uh, I, I, you okay, know, uh, not uh, when I see sense. A, emblems from the Confederacy, uh, I think you know, the flag that you're now showing, that's not the Confederate flag. It never was the Confederate flag. That is a battle flag. Who cares? And I think that so much about history is misrepresented. Uh, That flag that you are showing now uh, was offered to the Confederacy, and they refused to accept it. the daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag.
1: What does this have to do with anything? The Daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag. So the Daughters of the Confederacy are somehow legitimate because its it, it doesn't matter, whatever. It's incidental. Oh, it's the Confederate battle flag. Yes, we know that, whatever. Clearly it has taken on a new meaning. People don't know history. Yes, they don't. They don't know history. They don't know that this United States was founded in the liberal age of enlightenment, not uh, Judeo-Christian whatever bal- baloney. They don't know that they, the the United States is a progressive experiment. But James Clapper—it's another example of corporate media and the just how stupid it is. How it, a lot of words come flying around on the corporate media, and we we've played numerous clips from both sides, both sides of people on corporate media making zero sense, but everybody's just like, "Hmm, words coming out. What are you saying?" Does what are you saying? Okay, here.
0: As being that flag, uh, this, the,
1: let's, the star- let's go back and ju- let I'll just let him finish. So maybe you could you guys can explain to me what he's talking about.
0: Well, I would hope so. Uh, I, I you know um, when I see a emblems from the Confederacy, uh, I think you know the flag that you're now showing. That's not the Confederate flag. Okay. It never was a Confederate flag. That is a battle flag, and I think that so much about history is misrepresented. Uh, That flag that you are showing now uh, was offered to the Confederacy, and they refused to accept. The daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag as being their flag. Uh, the, the, The stars and bars is a totally different flag, and we don't oppose that flag.
1: We do oppose a battle. The stars and bars are a totally different flag, and we don't oppose that flag. Yeah, the stars and bars, isn't that the flag of the United States? And we don't oppose that flag. You see, it's like somebody who loves to talk but does has nothing to say.
0: Daughters of the Confederacy would never That's- accept that flag. As being their flag, because why um, this-
1: they're so um, above reproach. They're not traitors. The daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag. What does that have to do with anything? It's another example of the the Democrats, the conservatives rehabbing the 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 conservatives. That's what they're doing. That's what he's doing. The daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag. Whatever. <laughs> what does that mean? Why? Who cares? They would never accept that flag. That's, isn't that a, like, y- here's the point, and there's b- b- besides the point, about a mile away. What does that mean? We don't oppose that flag? What are you talking about? It's like, this is, it's the, it's all of them, and they all suck
0: is misrepresented. Uh, that flag that you are showing now uh, was offered to the Confederacy. It was offered to the Confederacy. To and they refused the to accept it. The it. But the Confederacy would never accept that flag what? as being their flag. Uh, the, the, the stars and bars is a totally different flag and we don't oppose that flag. We do oppose a battle flag. We do oppose people We who-
1: don't oppose what flag? The actual flag of the Confederacy? We don't oppose that flag? What the fuck are you talking? Excuse me, YouTube. I oppose that flag because what it means. I don't care what the flag is. I don't care if there was a flag with a picture of a a cat on it. If that flag with the cat on it represented um, treason, racism, uh, a bunch of traitors who wanted to own other human beings, yeah, I would oppose that flag. What's the difference? The Daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag. Why? Because they're such upstanding traitors? Upstanding citizen traitors? Exactly. I see Andrea on the chat. What the F? Exactly. That's what I said. This happens all the time because I watch a lot of media. Not all the time, but a lot. Especially corporate. I mean, I, I watch the corporate media. I hate watch it. I have to say, and I actually listen to them. I'm, but I, the, it drives me insane because I'm like, what is he talking about? What are they saying? This this is not a an isolated phenomenon. This happens all the time. You get these p- the people who are supposed to be in leadership positions, and they get on there and they say uh, say words but they don't actually say anything or mean anything and that's why i'm trying to understand what are you saying it's not it's a little different like sometimes if i'm on here and i might not be able to formulate a thought and it comes out all whatever i'm like okay okay i gotta i say some words that may not string together properly this is different what is he saying the daughters of the Confederate, they said, he asked him about the, um, Democrats voting to remove the statues of the traitors. Okay. Here. And then he says the daughters of the Confederates." that's not even he, I guess he's trying to make the point that that's not even the flag of the Confederacy. That's a, that's a battle flag okay yes we we are aware of that but what what that's a it's not relevant maybe he's trying to what is he trying to do sound smart like he knows oh that's not even the flag that's the battle flag okay but now it represents a bunch of racists and traitors So um, incidental, regardless, who cares? It doesn't matter.
0: Uh, I think the flag that you're now showing, that's not the Confederate flag. It never was a Confederate flag. That is a battle flag. And I think that so much about history is misrepresented. Uh, That flag that you are showing now uh, was offered to the Confederacy and they refused to accept the dollars but the Confederacy would never accept that flag as being their flag. Uh, the, the, the stars and bars is a totally different flag, and we don't oppose that flag. We do oppose a battle flag. We do oppose people who fought to preserve slavery. John C. Calhoun.
1: Okay. That's the flag. The traitor flag. We don't oppose the stars and bars. We do oppose a flag of those who... Uh, blah, blah. It's like... Holy shit! It's
0: mm-hmm. a statue that's up here, okay, John up C. Calhoun, the state of South Carolina. John C. Calhoun died uh, more than a decade before the Civil War ever broke out. Where?
1: Where? Are they, this is another thing I don't understand. W- yeah, who brought up John C. Calhoun? W- anybody? No. John C. Calhoun.
0: Slavery. John C. Calhoun is a statue that's up here. Was sent up here by the state of South Carolina. John C. Calhoun died uh, more than a decade before the Civil War ever broke out. So? So then his statue is not here uh, because of the Confederacy. His statue is here because he's the biggest spokesperson in this country in support of slavery.
1: Okay, and that's why I
0: see. Uh, my state sent him up here. And I think that the current uh, residents, current citizens of South Carolina I don't think they want slavery. They don't want to honor slavery. And that's exactly what's taking place. So I would love to see the state of South Carolina take the statute out of here. Uh, But if they don't, then I want to see us put that statute so far in the basement.
1: Okay, so I see what he's saying. That John C. Calhoun wasn't even in the Civil War. He died before the Civil War broke out. And why is he there? He's there because he's a racist, yes. Okay, but that, that whole diatribe on the flag. We, we the, the stars and bars, we accept the stars and bars. The daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag. That's a battle flag. Shut up. Ugh. Well, speaking of shut up... Oh, thank you. Well, not speaking of shut up here. I was going to say... I was going to say, speaking of shut up, Megan McCain, but then I saw some super chats and then it all got mixed together. So I was going to say... Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. United we stand, divided we fall. And thank you, M. David So-Robbie, for your super chat. We need about a million more of you, and then we'll be set. We'll have a daily show at a set time. I'll be able to get some goddamn help up in this bitch. And but that'll be great, wouldn't it? I won't look like... I won't need Botox. It'll be great. So let me talk about Meghan McCain. So speaking of flags and idiocy. um, Let me see. Hold on, guys. One second. Guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys. You guys are great. Do you realize that? Have you ever, anybody ever told you that? That you're great. Well, I just did. So, okay, you guys know that one of one of my pastimes is uh, hate watching, Megan McCain. But it's all—they all suck. They all um, are horrible, and they're ill informed. But that's the other thing. This is another reason why. And well, one of the things I was talking with Robin about this morning on when we pre-recorded Mike Malloy's show, we were talking about how these, uh, the Republicans are just, they're, they're so, um, well, I guess that's why they have to, um, make, they, what am I trying to say? They are like, um, un, you know, emotionally and, uh, mentally immature. So they have to bring everything down to an infantile level and that includes patriotism and and history in general they don't know anything about it they the history that they know you 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 guys get this they know history by watching movies and we know that movies take uh, i mean they're not it's not the same as reading a history book and they, re- they watch movies and they think that they've t- they got an education. And, me- and like, for example, oh my God, this really cracked me up.
2: I I thought General Milley totally missed the point last week. He says, well, I read Mao and I read Stalin. That's nothing to do with it.
1: We read read Mein Kampf
2: in school. No one thought we were Nazis. That was part of the curriculum. You find out about other things in other insurgency, we get it. That has nothing to do with what critical race theory is.
1: No, you didn't read Mein Kampf in school. That's That's not part of anybody's curriculum in school not in the united states where what school did you go to nazi but you know what that's a a result of it's because he's never read a book in his life so he could just throw things out he doesn't know what people read in school he never read anything we read mein Conference school what huh? what school did you go to traitor and you notice nobody stopped him. Nobody even gave a double take. The two on the couch didn't even look. They didn't even blink. These two white, pasty white weirdos sitting next to the the Brian Kilmeade. Oh, my God. Dan Crenshaw, no, nobody stopped and said, "No, you read. what are you talking about? You read Mein Kampf in school? They just agreed. The silence is the complicity. Of course, we all read Mein Kampf,
2: didn't we? We missed the point last week. He says, well, I yes. read now and he I read missed south. The That's point. nothing to do with No, it. we didn't. We,
1: we read- Missing the point. We watched General Milley. They're talking about General Milley slapping down that sexual predator Matt Getz saying that what's wrong with being well read and be an understanding so he uh, the the general has actually has an education S- these people d- couldn't hold a candle to what the general knows what he forgot they couldn't hold a candle to all of the stuff that he forgot in life these idiots are they prove themselves to be ill informed Morons constantly. They... It's a joke. It would be merely comical if they weren't so dangerous. All right. Hold on. That's just my time cue. We have like a half an hour left on the show. I'll lower this. We have more flexibility during the week. But it's still... I want to keep the show to around two hours tonight, so... Cause I, I was going to do a show last night, but I had a very bad headache. You know, you guys know I get migraine headaches, and it sucks. One day, I I don't know, whatever. I can't talk about it. I was going to say, <laughs> if I ever had an aneurysm, I would never know it. Until, well, if I could, you know, I would think I'm having a headache. You know what I mean? But, all right, here here's uh, Brian Kilmeade. Just watch their reaction. We read Mein Kampf in
2: school. No one thought we were Nazis. That was part of the curriculum. Not
1: even a glance. We read Mein Kampf in school. None of them, they didn't even look over. None of them blinked. Look at the little blonde in the middle.
2: We read read Mein Kampf in school. No one thought we were Nazis. That was part of the curriculum. You find out about other things in other insurgency, we get.
1: They didn't even say, no, you didn't. But when I saw this, I knew instantaneously this is a byproduct of the fact that he hasn't read anything in school or otherwise. They're intellectually incurious. They don't know what they're talking about. They get their history lessons from watching movies. That's it. I, I mean, they, they love um, that whole um, well, the, the story of the Spartans. Come and take it. That's that drives me insane too. Them co-opting a, a motto. You talk about a bunch of traitors, right? They always they they are they're co-opting a motto from the Greeks. Come and take it. That's what Ted Cruz wears on his um one on his masks when he was fleeing. Come and take it. It comes from uh, the Spartans defending the defending Sparta from the Persians, in uh, which uh, you might remember from the such movies as Three Hundred. But it's a true story, and um, but the Republicans know nothing about w- the Spartans. This is what drives me <laughs> insane, and it's also comical because the Spartans were. Uh, everything that the republicans pretend that to loathe i mean complete subservience to the government to the state that's the spartans if you were born in any way not perfect they'd throw you off a rock you'd be dead your entire existence was to to serve the state and um, also the, uh, included compulsory homosexuality. <laughs> That's what I They don't know anything. They know nothing about this. All they know is come and take it because it sounded cool in the movie when Leonidas went, this is Sparta, and he kicked the guy into the well. I this, They think that they're being educated, not entertained. And uh, it's like the lady who, who, who was just being sentenced for being a traitor. And she apologized, and uh, she threw herself on the mercy of the court because she learned a lot by um, watching Schindler's List. Yes, a woman charged with participating in the January 6th riot, which should be called the terrorist attack, um, which she later re- referred to as the best day ever, told the federal court that she had learned from reading a book called just mercy and watching the movie schindler's list (sighs) yes i feel i was here's what she wrote i felt ashamed that something meant to show support for the president turned violent this is not the way to prove a point at first, it didn't dawn on me, but later I realized that every person like me who wasn't violent was removed from the crowd. The ones who weren't violent may have lost the nerve to do what they did. For that, I am sorry. She, the, uh, they said she lived a sheltered life and that her lawyer gave her a list of books and movies to help her see what life is like for others in our country. So she watched Schindler's List. I mean, I understand she needs to know, because we have people who live here. It's like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene going to the Holocaust Museum. I, I um, I really learned a lot from. No, you didn't. You're a, you're still a moron. You're still an ill, ill-informed, willfully ignorant moron that needs to shut up. You you need to you need to shut up and listen at least half as often as you open your trap. She read, let's see, it says she the 49-year-old read Just Mercy by Bryan Stevenson and watched several movies including Schindler's List and the Tulsa Burning the 20 the 1921 race massacre on the history channel <laughs> oh i learned that even though we live in a wonderful country that things still need to improve people of all colors should feel as safe as i do walking down the street but this is only because she had court the threat of being incarcerated it sort of motivates the traitors. This is another reason why the, in the Civil War, when we, uh, when Grant accepted the, the surrender of the traitors, they should have been put in jail. All of their leaders should have been put in jail. All of the followers should have been stripped of their sidearms and horses instead of saying, giving, giving back to them, saying, go, go ahead, go home. Go home, here's a horse. Now you can form the KKK and and um, uh, terrorize your fellow Americans for the next hundred years. We read Schindler's List. I mean, I'm not Schindler's We read Mein Kampf in high school. Nobody said we were Nazis. These people are morons. And they can't help it. They don't, they're such morons, they don't even realize it, you see? They don't realize how, that's what it means to be a moron, you don't realize it. They think they're smart, but they're not. It's sort of like, well, when I, as you get older, and you know that, people who are a little older, when you go, when you look back on your, yourself when you're 20 or younger, you think, God, I didn't even know what I didn't even know. And I thought I was so smart. And then you go to college, perhaps, or you start reading other... If you have an intellectual curiosity, you, can, you look things up on your own and you investigate on your own and you realize, wow, what a big world. What an amazing world with so many different stories. I didn't even know what I didn't even know. But these people don't know what they, they not only do they n- don't know what they don't know, they don't care. The world, the center of the universe is a very crowded place filled with republicans. They never see them I mean look out, look what outside their own uh, eyelashes unless they're looking in a mirror. That's about it. The world and then this is why it's like Goldilocks government for them. Government is too big in the ways they think it helps other people. Government is just right in the ways they think it helps them. If it, if it helps them it's just right. If oh, I never did this, I never needed that. well they don't even know what they don't know. They don't realize that, yeah, everybody is in it together. If if so, if we live in a country where people can't get educated, we, um, you know, that's a dumbass country. We're all affected. We are all, all <laughs> benefit from from the policies that help other people. They don't seem to get that. Because it's all about them. See, they're, they're on welfare. We know. I mean, we have the statistics that these white right-wingers, they, they are on welfare to, um, at, at a higher percentage than um, Americans with darker pigment. And uh, that doesn't matter. I mean, truth has, has no bearing on their uh, irrational prejudices. But oh, even if you, th- you confront them with the truth of that, of the hypocrisy, they, uh, they believe they earned it. They deserve it. It's for them. It's not for you. It's not for others. Every, others are taking advantage. The, its government is just right for them when it helps them. So, all right. Well, um, speaking of willfully ignorant morons who, uh, with a, who shouldn't really have a platform and another example of why the country is in the state it's in is because people like this have much too large a platform and undeservedly so. They, they've done nothing to deserve it that's what i just right. said right megan do you think that crenshaw has a point oh. with his okay before we watch the clip they're referring to dan crenshaw hold on a second dan crenshaw there's another controversy because the republicans are such um patriots you see they don't like Anybody disrespecting the flag, especially when they, that person has darker pigment, they only like when white people use the flag to beat cops or maybe poke their eye out. That's what they, they did on January 6th. So U.S. Olympic hammer thrower Gwen Berry sparred with Representative Dan Crenshaw after he criticized her for turning away from the American flag during the National Anthem ceremony at the U.S. track and field trials. Barry tweeted, At this point, you all are obsessed with me, in response to Crenshaw responding to a video from the lawmaker's appearance on Fox News, where he he went on about, here's what he said. I'll play this one first. Do I have it? Oh no, I don't have it. We'll have to play it off the screen. I thought I had it. I thought I had it, boom, boom. I thought I had it. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. She had it coming. She had it coming. Anthem, and she Mm -hmm. also put a black t-shirt over her face that said- Oh my God. uh,
0: activist athlete oh
3: we don't need any more activist athletes i, I you know she <laughs> should be removed from the team the entire point of the olympic team is to represent the united states of america she should be canceled it's the entire point okay so you know it's it's, it's one thing when these nba players do it okay fine oh, we'll yeah. just stop watching but now the olympic team and it's it's multiple cases of this they they, they should be removed that, that should be the bare minimum requirement is that you Is that you believe in the country representing believe but, in like, it the,
1: she turned her back on the she flag. believes in it that's why she's able to peacefully protest to point out the 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 work we have yet to do here how's this this is more uh, for republican liking trump pumping a flag look at this shit There he is, not knowing the national anthem. Remember that. There he is, not knowing to put his hand over his heart. To oh, say, yes.
0: get that son of a off the field right now.
1: Oh, there he is. Remember this when he was at whatever dinner and the um, National Anthem was being sung and the little uh, 72-year-old toddler couldn't stay still. He's uh, waving and pointing and can I sit down yet, Mommy? Look at him. Look at him. Oh, Waving mockingly in the air. Oh, imagine that was Obama or Biden, anybody. Can I sit down? Uh, I just uh, ate a hamburger and a Diet Coke. So that's the background. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get distracted with Twitter. That was the background on the um, faux Republican, well, it's the faux Republican, faux outrage. They're not outraged when flags are used to beat Capitol Police officers to death or near death or uh, one of the all of the maybings that went on uh, when the traders stormed the capital. One officer lost his eye, one lost a finger. Um, can't even imagine all of the mental illnesses that the PTSD. Officer Fanon talks about that. Of course, not only the PTSD from from the day, but then the aftermath, of the indifference uh, that's scarring and damaging. So this is what is, instead of uh, actually being patriots and caring about a country uh, under attack, they have to cling to this the bullshit. See, it's an example of how the republicans are all about the symbols of patriotism, but they are clueless about the substance because what Gwen Berry did is the substance of patriotism. All the republicans have to do is shut their pie holes or maybe get informed. How about that? In the very least, shut up or inform yourself. What, why is she doing that? What's this protest about? What work have we yet to do? in our multiracial democracy that works for all. (laughs) I know, right? Berry turned away from the American flag and toward the stand when the national anthem began playing on Saturday and placed a T-shirt over her head with the words activist athlete. She said it felt like it was a setup and that they did it on purpose because she was previously told that the anthem would be played before the athletes walked out. A USA track and field spokesperson said, that the timing was uh, was scheduled, blah, 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 who cares? Barry previously said she would use her position at the Tokyo Olympics to keep awareness focused on social injustice in the United States. The move sparked criticism from Republicans who are traitors. Guys, come on. Including Crenshaw, who is a traitor, and uh, who called for Barry to be removed, a.k.a. A- 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 canceled. I mean, they're they're so they're they're not they're so um, they're such caricatures of um, of humanity. We don't need any more activist athletes. Well, maybe you don't need them, but we do. We need about a million more. I would, I can't, I wish they were all activists, um, normal people, activists fighting for truth, justice in the American way. That's what we need more. E. Pluribus unum. And the other thing is, the Republicans, you know, even in this circumstance, they are on the wrong side of history. Always on the wrong side of history. Because she will be proven correct, just like Colin Kaepernick and all the other activist athletes before her. It's true. And the Republicans will always they're always whining and standing in the way until they pretend that they were um, in on it all along. We were always for truth, justice in the American way. What are you talking about? Huh. So this was a topic on the view. and here comes uh, the poster child for nepotism going on about her, how outraged she is
0: right megan do you think that crenshaw has a point with his criticism
4: yeah and i agree with him and i just want to first and foremost say that dan crenshaw is an american hero he's a navy seal that got uh his I blown out, among other things, and was what on the things? You know, Navy SEAL uh, uh, you know teams that uh, killed terrorists and did incredible things know? defending our nation. Also, okay. in regards to what he said about the Capitol, he said, quote, "'On Wednesday, the Capitol of the most powerful nation in the world has ever known was stormed by an angry mob. Americans surely never thought they'd see such a scene. Members of Congress barricaded inside the House chamber. Capitol police trampled and four Americans dead. A woman was shot near the elevator, elevator I use every day to enter the House floor.' It was a display, not of patriotism, but a frenzy and anarchy. So that's what he said about January 6th. So I don't actually know where everyone's getting that he somehow
1: was okay with it. Because it's all about context. He voted against the January 6th commission. Megan, and there you go again. Um, uh, why, why don't you read Lindsey Graham's statement that day? I'm out. I'm out of here um, um no count me out I'm done i ha- I hate that it has to be this way. Count me out wait i'm I lost you guys I hope I didn't close the window by accident I'm out everybody I hope I didn't close the window by accident meaning I was out am I out no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know where you are. Where are my people? What the hell? Give me two minutes. Not two minutes. Oh, here we go. I found you. I found you. I found someone in the chat room. All right. Um, wait a minute. Let me go back a little. Yeah, so she reads. This is how ignorant she is i don't know where you're all getting that he's uh, he, he she, yeah he put out a statement that day but he also voted against the january 6th commission like the rest of the traitors so um context is everything and but that's what republicans do fixing the facts around the policy selectively editing it's like what twitler did that day when he said, um, we're going to go over to the Capitol legally and peacefully.
4: <laughs> a woman was shot near the elevator elevator I use every day to enter the House floor. It was a display, not a patriotism, but a frenzy and anarchy. So that's what he said about January 6th. So I don't actually know where everyone's getting that he somehow was OK with it. Um, um, I think in regards yeah, well. to the athlete protesting. Because you're I not the last year and a half, uh, Hearing every argument possible and understanding why athletes protest in the United States of America, like Colin Kaepernick. The problem I have is this woman is doing this internationally,
1: and if anyone mm, just saw Vladimir Putin. That's the trial. This is another thing. They, they're dumb. So the outrage is completely uh, uh, misplaced, of course, because. She says her big problem is that she did it internationally. No, she didn't. It was in Oregon. So they're clueless. uh, But don't let me get in the way of uh, a nepotism poster child on her high horse. Where is it? For the last year and a half, uh, wait, wait, wait.
4: Sorry, hold on. Elevator I use every day to enter the House floor. It was a display, not of patriotism, but of frenzy and anarchy. So that's what he said about January 6. So I don't actually know where everyone's getting that he somehow was okay with it. Um, I think in regards to the athlete protesting, I- I've spent the last year and a half uh, hearing every argument possible and understanding why athletes protest in the United States of America, like. Colin Kaepernick. The problem I have is this woman is doing this internationally. And if anyone just saw Vladimir Putin's recent on, uh, speech when he met with President Biden, he's using the propaganda that America is an irredeemable against us, saying, You think your country's so great
1: over there? Look at BLM. Look at everything that's happening. Look at the capital traitors. Look at the the lies from the right wing. Look at the big lie. Um, look at the dictator envying con man and his party of enablers. This is, they're not saying look at this. In fact, the, the, the athlete showing the world that um, we protest here and we don't end up in the gulag. This is how we make a more perfect union. We move forward. And that's what it means to be a patriot. That's what the flag means. It's not about humping the flag. It's about the substance of patriotism. And, that, and that's what it's about. Not about um, a, 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 what she thinks patriotism is
4: your country you don't even treat your people correctly at the same time where he's literally imprisoning people and we're having our enemies and propaganda dictators using our own propaganda against us which in turn turns into a real national sickness Our own risk. propaganda what problem with this is prop- i don't understand why we all can't have shared experiences in this space or have our own stories because for some reason my relationship with the flag isn't allowed anymore my love of, of the american flag my love
1: you could you could you can hump a flag all day, you sad ill-informed nepotism poster child. But we can have an opinion about it. We could point out that you are a sophomoric um, mo- nepotism poster child, that you don't know what you're talking about, that you cling to the symbols of patriotism because you are so uninformed and unaware of the substance. Of patriotism, that is way over your head. That's why you gotta um, surround yourself with all kinds of red, white, and blue accoutrement, including naming your daughter Liberty. Liberty of what? Liberty to do what? Tell it to those on GoFundMe. That's liberty. Tell it to the what? To the thirty-five thousand families left behind from the people who couldn't who died needlessly because they didn't get health care because they couldn't afford it that's not liberty tell it to the people who can't save $400 or can't take off time from work um, when they have uh, uh, sicknesses we're the only country that doesn't have paid sick leave or vacation how about a vacation anybody in other countries, they get 30 in England, 30 days right off the bat, just 30 days covered by the, the government, mandated by government. Because they understand, other countries understand, that we're not just automatons created to make the rich richer. We're not just hosts from which to suck profit and discard That's what it means. That's what liberty is. That's what pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other means, that we guarantee a certain kind of standard of living here because we're in this together. And that's the hallmark of a functioning democracy. When you look around the world and you you say, hey, what kind of a civilization do we want? Oh, I want what's going on over here. Of course, nobody's saying that. I'm saying this, you know, this is my dream, I hope. To live to see where the that's what we should be working towards, that we're in this together. And look, look at what the uh, the, this Western democracy has created, a multiracial democracy that works for everyone, where your your middle class life is a birthright of the American experience of the American experiment. It's not, not that you could be a billionaire and f over the rest of your your fellow Americans without a concern without apology. That's not what it means. That's not patriotism. She's I mean these Republicans they really do think that patriotism and I should say conservatives because there are Democrats who feel this way, but they think that patriotism are, it, it means being a selfish, Prick, just being selfish that's that's liberty you see liberty means not caring about anybody else but yourself that's what it means to them but that's not patriotism and that's not this thing i mean, they can do what they want they, they can have that kind of government but that's not the um that's not a constitutionally limited democratic republic that works for all that's not that's not this thing they go to pakistan you want that go to pakistan you could find it there where the rich get richer they don't have to pay taxes you don't have to worry about no government schools or or any social safety net all your cultural issues gays in the closet women know their place Church and state are intertwined. I mean, that's what they're... Is that what you think? That, that's what patriotism is? That's not patriotism. That's why I'm so sick of them.
4: Of the national anthem, and I know that it's very triggering for people, and people get very upset when I talk about my dad for whatever <laughs> reason, which is why I've really stopped doing it on the oh, show unless it's really up. meaningful to me. But when I was growing up, every stopped. year on Christmas, he would tell me a story about when he was in prison being every tortured, year. and his cellmate, a Daddy, man named Mike, Cra- can you tell
1: me about the time you were tortured? It's our uh, Christmas tradition. Every year on Christmas, we talked about Daddy being tortured. So you could torture the rest of us for the rest of our lives.
4: Jen had sewn the American flag using scraps of material he found oh. in prison into his prison garden. Every morning they would say this, the pledge of allegiance to what was sewn into his prison garb. One day the Vietnamese captors found that and beat the living crap out of Mike Christian to the point that his. So
1: that, What does that have to do with humping a flag? Perhaps your father and his friend, who were suffering together in a prison camp, were using the the flag as a a, a motivating factor. This is what we're we're fighting for. We're uh, keep your eye on the prize. Remember ho- our homeland or whatever the hell. But that doesn't mean that we all have to uh, hump the flag. In fact, the flag can take it. If we were a, a strong, functioning, democratic republic, guess what? The flag is strong enough to handle it. The flag understands. The flag wants us. I, th- this is the thing. That's what freedom wants us. Freedom. If you're a free c- civilization, there, there's no mandatory flag salutes. You could tell a nice, lovely story. That doesn't mean we we should worship the flag. Because um, where do they have mandatory flag salutes? In, well, fascism. That's why in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. I'm telling you, they don't know patriotism. They have no clue, like children. That's their relationship to pa- to patriotism. It's a childish relation. They don't understand. That's why they're so easily led, and so uh, so dumb, so intellectually incurious. So, uh, Daddy, tell me the story. It's Christmas. Tell me the story about you being tortured. Remember on Easter, we talked, we talked, tell the story about the way they broke your arms behind your back.
4: It's a family tradition. Eyes and his body was so badly injured that he could barely move. Okay. And the second that he was able to move again, do you want to know the first thing my Christian started doing? He started re the American flag. Oh my flag God. Into his well, person- she
1: should never have turned her back on that flag. Tell me, um, When did your dad and my Christian and everybody else, um, when they were sewing the flag, what was going on in the United States? I think there were people um, trying to eat at a lunch counter and being chased by dogs and fire hoses. So give me a break here. What does that mean? Don't we have an obligation to to push this country where it needs to go that's patriotism if there's a problem in the country and there are our fellow americans are protesting in some form uh, th- don't we have an obligation to say hey what's going on I mean, oh, it's only them, though. We we're only supposed to understand Trump and Z's when they, uh, when they commit terrorism, white rage when they're out there with uh, uh, storming the Capitol because they're such idiots duped by a con man. That's okay, though, right?
4: So his cellmates could say the Pledge of Allegiance and remember what they were doing and what they were fighting for okay. in prison for America. What so the? Uh,
1: shut up! You sh- oh, wait, I should let her go. Keep going. I'm sorry
4: started re-sewing the American flag into his prison garb She's so his more. cellmates ah. could say the Pledge of Allegiance and remember what they were doing and what they were fighting for in prison for America. So excuse me if I don't think some of these athletes are representing America in the same way. And for some of us, I will die for this. I will die on this hill that it is not appropriate oh, or patriotic Yo. to go to a foreign country where you're supposed to be representing America and act like it's just about you. It's not about you. It's
1: about all of us oh that's what i say when um they they say health care for some or living wages for some she wasn't on a on foreign soil either moron so save your faux outrage but what do we expect and that's the way it is with the Republican. And nobody, you notice after this, nobody corrected her because she's so triggered all the time. And, and no one, that's the way it is. Nobody wants to uh, trigger her further. She's so put upon. Nobody wants me to talk about my daddy. I don't know why, so I stopped talking about him, except I'm talking about him right now. Please. The professional victims. Well, of course she's not that swift. But what do you expect? Here's uh, here's her husband. I just wanted to play this one last thing. I hear the music. Mr. Meghan McCain. Um, it's not not a surprise. He's uh, he's a traitor too. A fascist. A big lie spreading fascist traitor moron. Ill, ill-informed fixing the facts around the policy spreading the divide and conquer strategy of the american fascist party here we go all
3: this week i've been exhorting you to wake up to the truth about what's going on in this country it's happening right in front of us yes it's troubling
1: it's always it happening right in fr- it's always all of us who
3: recognize the need to restore self-government
1: and not and, and you see how every day is opposite day in republican bizarro world he's they have adopted the language, and this is what fascists do, they adopt the language of the oppressed, and they also adopt the language of uh, the freedom fighters. Every, every autocrat in history was always fighting for um, truth, justice, democracy, whatever it might be, uh, from, uh, from the time of the whatever, from the Roman Empire it's, it's to, to Hitler. Hitler was restoring the republic. Augustus famously said he had given the Roman people back their republic. This is, this is what we're witnessing now. And this is Mr. Megan McCain uh, uh, doing what republicans do. They cherry-pick uh, particular outrages going on. The, the outrage du jour, really. Now it's a critical race theory. And they lie. They outright lie. They spread their misinformation. I wonder if Megan McCain ever apologized for or or said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was ill-informed when I opened my trap as i as I always am, uh, when I opened my trap. And uh, I wasn't aware that she wasn't on foreign soil. I feel like a dummy. Instead, here, let me just show you one thing. This is what she tweeted. Keeping with... I mean, really just proving me correct, as always. Look, God bless America. So she tweets this... uh, Another... uh, Gross, over-the-top abomination this patriotic uh, abomination stars and flags and red white and blue and god bless america okay i said what i said what does that mean god bless america tell me god bless america next time you see that uh, somebody on gofundme some child with cancer begging for for or whatever you you'll see all the time the the majority of um funds what do you call it uh, fundraisers on gofundme are are medical medical fundraiser i mean isn't that disgusting people die in this country because they they can't afford insulin on the way to their third uni- uniquely american low paying job And this nepotism poster child, born on third base, thinking she hit a triple, thinks she's a historian because she watched 300 and says, Come and take it. uh, uh, While advocating for more death, more disparity, more destruction, tweets a flag. Oh, you really showed us more symbolism. Give me give me the real patriotism. You you love America? Well, why don't you pledge your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other? To the to the ones you leave behind. Or you leave them behind every time, Republicans. Or you could just wave the flag. Wave the flag while leaving your millions of Americans in the dust. Not turning, a, a, not turning a, a, a blind eye and a deaf ear to the cries of our fellow Americans as we try to make a more perfect union in this multiracial democracy. You'd rather just not hear it, right? It's too much. Your dad, of course, your dad and his friend in the, in the um, prison camp... They, uh, they were white guys, I would imagine, right? I know your dad was. So they have the they have the luxury of, um, you know, saying the pledge. They didn't have to go home to get to the back of the bus. No, nothing to see here. No racism here.
3: But as much as what's going on should trouble you, there's also a bright light shining in this country from your fellow citizens who are taking on the heights of corrupt power in new ways and exposing their weakness. And in doing so, they're providing us a real-time lesson on where power lies in America today. Today we can find hope in the lowest levels of infection since March of last year. No
1: thanks to you! No thanks to you! You see? Another example of Republicans they take all the benefits from society but they don't want to participate we would be like India if Twitler was still in charge despite receiving fewer votes i mean the more that comes out about what he did during the pandemic it's ab- it's abominable it's disgraceful and they of course they voted for him again
3: result we can all be thankful for yeah it's a result thanks. achieved by the biden draconian government policies of lockdown and mandates but thanks to sweeping regulations out of the way
1: what you see this we we took care of the we have low pandemic rates or infection rates because of deregulation this is what he's saying deregulation maybe we deregulated the the uh um, the what do you call it the the, uh what do you call it not the virus the um vaccination i couldn't think of the word i hope i'm not every time that happens i think i have alzheimer's early alzheimer's well because my father had it but (sighs) that's what he said though right he said let's listen
3: we can all be thankful for it's a result achieved not through draconian government policies of lockdown and mandates, but thanks to sweeping regulations out of the way.
1: They will never learn. They're a lost cause. They are a lost because they are lost because We we have low rates of infection because not because of draconian policies like mask mandates and lockdowns, but because of sweeping regulations out of the way. Oh, remember how we swept the regulations out of the way and no, that's not what happened in other areas. There are five states in this United States right now. Where they know um, the pandemic is raging and will kill a lot of people before it's over, and it's I I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're all um, they're all Republican states like Mississippi, Wyoming is one and two, and um, yeah, I'm trying to Louisiana, like all of the Tennessee, yeah, that's another one because of this delta variant that's all regulations out of the way let's see what happens there with regulations out of the way the only reason the pandemic is under the control in certain areas is because people are getting vaccinated and they they abided by the simple patriotic rule of uh helping everybody of caring about their fellow americans wearing a mask working from home doing if they could Jesus Christ they will never learn That's what we're hearing right now This whole segment that Mr. McCain Mrs. Mr. Megan McCain is inflicting on humanity right now should be called They Will Never Learn Are you paying attention James Clyburn and corporate lickspittles, Of course not, because they will never learn either. Maybe you can convince him, James. Just go bipartisan a little more. Say bipartisan t- 10 times, and Megan McCain appears.
3: How out of touch are your would-be commandants? They're still trying to run with the COVID Command- pandemic. Uh, oh. Look to Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, once the darling of swamp publications like Politico, before she prohibited people from buying seeds, now reduced to vetoing attempts to lift graduation limits and bills allowing public records requests because COVID. Yeah, because Musa, that's all she wanted to, power, to do with like life, a broken right? Despot, refusing to lift a state of emergency in California, even as the rest of the country... His is-
1: voice makes me want to um, flip a table. His monotone over enunciated annoying annoying voice dead it's like got dead it's a dead voice to match your dead eyes
3: turning to normal contrast that with florida governor ron desantis who told laura ingram last night in florida we chose freedom over (laughs) fauciism
1: oh my god you you ingrates you filthy Un American, unpatriotic ingrates. That's why I wonder, I, do, I really wonder if there's no hope for a, a union. We need to get rid of these people. I mean, legally and peacefully. Uh, secede. Get out. Go away. Get out. I am so tired of these albatrosses around our national necks because that's what they are.
3: Human actions and decisions made the real-life costs of the pandemic far higher than they otherwise might have been. Really? You
1: killed 600,000 Americans in six months. That's what Republicans did. And then they turned the simplest things that we could do to help each other the mask wearing a mask they turned it into an issue of of manliness and they spread misinformation these are traitors on on every level they hate america they're confused by america they're not patriots and they continue to prove it all the time they continue to lie they will not never do what what they what we what anybody i mean if uh, confronted with this Nash, with this pandemic confronted with this crisis they you could never count on them they don't they they leave you behind all the time these are not patriots they're not fellow americans they're just a bunch of selfish children who are never taught, who don't have an interest in being taught, who are in, unfit, they are incapable of functioning in a democratic society. Here's Exhibit Z. And, and it will, there's no reasoning with them. 600,000 dead in six months? And these pricks, will they still haven't learned. They will never learn. There is no hope for them. So stop trying to rehabilitate them, Democrats. Stop trying to play nice with them. They're the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. What if they came back from the dead and found out that this this filthy, disgusting excuse for a political party this the this cabal of traitors killed 600,000 Americans in 6 months what would the, it would be unfathomable that's not what you do when you're a patriot when you're a patriot you wear a mask when you're a patriot you get a goddamn vaccination because oh uh, my precious life! This is the other thing. They're always they're such um, they're so manly. They're so courageous, but they don't want a little vaccination. Oh, they are not afraid of the the virus itself. Uh, you can't take me out, virus. But they can't get a vaccination. That's too that's too scary. I thought they were such manly men.
3: Erased an entire year of education, destroyed small businesses, and wrecked huge portions of no, our economy. No, that
1: was you. That was you refusing to do the bare minimum that we needed to do to keep people above water. I hate them. They're such filthy liars. He's complaining that businesses went out of business. Nobody. That would not have happened if not. For the the fissured hemorrhoids, standing in the way of the policies we needed to ensure that nobody had had to suffer. Oh, I, I can't go through this whole thing, because I want It's going to make me want to puke.
3: Maneuering pandemic governance is that it is even more feeble than we thought. Taking it on in Can small you believe ways, believe this. This is Mr. Megan McCain and lies in our communities and returning its power back to where it belongs. The people is our mission now.
1: Oh, except when those people vote democratic.
3: And how do you know if you're part of this great mission? There's a simple way to know. You don't need a sign Your wife
1: out. is a tax cheating, draft dodging. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your wife is a sycophant of a tax cheating, draft dodging dictator and Vincon con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam and posts gifts of flags. While leaving everyone behind.
3: Mm-mm, rainbow colors that says this house believes oh, in...
1: Oh, 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 here. I just have to play this part because he sucks.
3: The people is our mission now. And how do you know if you're part of this great mission? There's a simple way to know. Okay. You don't need a sign out in front and rainbow colors that says this house believes in science and refugees and all the rest. All you have oh to do is God. stand up open your front door and look out. If there is a red, white, and blue flag waving there, it means you owe it your allegiance, and it owes you protection of your God-given rights. Wow. It means you are a citizen, not a subject. And in this day and age, it means you're in the fray.
1: Oh. Is that a real voice? No. It's, it's a fake-ass effect. Affect. Uh, you look out your door and see a flag. And what? What else? What else do you see? You see income disparity. You see the, uh, largest (laughs) income disparity in the Western world. You see upward immobility. You see, uh, I don't know. There is a red. Different rules for different pigments. You see African-American families with one-tenth of the wealth uh, of white people, of white families. I mean, uh, what, what is this voice you look at? You don't need a rainbow flag. Of course not, because you need to be a, uh, a goose-stepper. All you need is a giant Trump, made-in-China Trump flag. Like these traitors who um, hoisted the Trump flag uh, on the Capitol that day when they committed terrorism, took down the American flag and put up the Trump flag. Oh, but you don't need a, a flag that says we believe in uh, equal rights. Of course not. That's not American. That's just... That's too. That's too much. That's too American. It's too patriotic. It's way over their heads. God, I hate them. You just need one flag. One It's like uh what is what was the Nazi motto? One nation, one Wait, it was. Let's see. Nazi motto. One nation, one people, one Führer, one nation, one, let's see. Yes, one people, one empire, one leader. Ein Volk, ein Reich, ein Führer. You don't need to open your door and see all kinds of multiracial, uh, democratic experiments and self-governments. All you need is... Ein Volk, ein Reich, ein Führer. Oh, make no mistake, guys. Guys, guys. Um, that's what they're saying. Absolutely. You know it, because that's really the end of the line here. In every Republican, chest beats the heart of fascism, and that's living proof. Facts, fix the facts around the policy. Doesn't matter. Redefine. Uh, you don't like it? Just make it up. Make up. Sh- make the shit up. Make it up. I. What I really don't like is the fact that she was on foreign soil, which she wasn't. Where'd you get your information? From your husband? Oh, my God. Yes, they are a lost cause. How, how do you reason with them? There's, they're so devoid of truth that it's it's a pathology at this point. So I'm all about. That's why we have to continue to evolve without them. And um, you don't. Uh, and it's also why these republic, these uh, Democrats, drive me insane because you don't. Um, form coalitions with traitors you you must go to the american people with the truth and by forming these coalitions with traitors they're muddying the truth so anyway that's why i'm here oh to try to do something to fix it and that's why you're here and that's why you support the show and i really appreciate it (laughs) to put it mildly, but also we need it. All right, guys, 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 guys. I want to thank you all for hanging out tonight. Keep the show going and growing by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Errol, for your super chat. Thank you, JD, for your super chat. Thank you, Steven, for your super chat. How's little Tara the chicken doing? I'm sure she's growing beautifully. And thank you, M. David, for your super chat. You guys will you, you make me want to get out of bed in the morning, that's for sure. Sometimes it ain't easy. We'll see what happens tomorrow. If we get a patron, we will definitely do a show. If we don't get a patron, we... I don't know. Depends on my mood. I want to do a show every day. Depends on a lot of factors, not just my mood. But All right, guys, guys, guys. You're the best. We will win. They know it. That's why they have to lie. But it's, we don't have to help them lie. You know, that's what drives me insane about the Democrats. (sighs) We have so much work to do, don't we? It feels overwhelming. All right. That's why we have to do more shows. Get the word out. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. You guys know it. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. We will win. That's right. They know it. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I'll see you very soon.